Number 10 and number 24, switch. Number 18 and number 6, switch. Number 22 to the middle. Welcome to center stage. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the center stage. My name is Luke. I'm here with Beatrice and Ashlyn. Ladies, today is a nail biter. Today is one of those days <laughs> in American history. And the B, I know you're in Dubai, but me and Ashlyn are over here chomping away at our nails because it's just like I'm just stressed. Are you stressed, Ash? I'm just I'm chill so stressed right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, everybody I mean, knows what's going on today. It's November third. So we're not going to go into details and we're not going to go off on a rant about it, but we just want everybody to know that right now, that post podcast, the drinking commences. Let's put it that way. Okay. So, uh, oh yeah. Drinking those aminos. <laughs> Same. So B's, B's going to be doing shots of different flavored aminos while me and Ashlyn, well, Ashlyn's in prison. Eek. Oh my God. So yeah. Can't have anything either, but I'll be drinking whiskey and beer for the best, for the, for the rest of us. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so ladies, Ash, What's up? How are you? How's it going over there in, in AZ? Uh, I know oh. today we found out something funny, which was we all thought that you, that everybody in the United States, when uh, sprung or fall, fell back last weekend and lost an hour, and it turns out you didn't. And I feel really retarded that I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I actually got to sleep in today. It was so nice. Beautiful. Um, I got to sleep until 10 o'clock. So I was Holy like, crap. wow, this is, I know I never get to do that. So I was, like it was much needed. <laughs> I felt it's really funny. It's like the, the later that I sleep in, the more tired I feel like if I get up a little bit earlier, I'm always like, all right, I'm ready to go. But I was dragging this morning. I was really tired. So I'm glad I got to sleep a little bit and then just did my cardio and posing and stuff. But um, Curtis is actually getting his, so he got it. He's recently, I don't know if y'all saw pictures, but he's been getting his chest piece done for his tattoo. Yeah. Yep. So he's getting part of that finished today. So he's been, this is like his third session, I think. Nice. And so it's, it's coming together good, but I had the garage all to myself. So I, I definitely like to take advantage when his car is not in there to do like posing and stuff. So okay, that's just been my morning posing in it. Is it kind of, is it supposed to, is the whole con, the kind of concept of his, tattoo is a like good versus evil kind of deal is that what that yes okay. yes it looks so cool so the part that he's getting done today is really really cool it's kind of like the good person good versus evil part so it's i can't wait to see it finished very cool so what were you doing this morning you went on you doing your vacuums you're doing posing for the coach how are things going like how are you feeling prep wise oh Oh, I want to talk about our morning routine since we're on this topic real quick. So um, my morning routine, I will, which it's very important to have a morning routine just because like you want to make sure that you're doing everything very consistently, especially when you're in prep, like the most consistent you can be is going to lead to even more consistency whenever you are out of prep. So it kind of like bleeds into the lifestyle, which is really cool. So my morning routine, and I pretty much do this in and out of prep just because it kind of gets my morning started and I just love it. So I'll wake up in the morning and I always drink like, I think around eight ounces of water. So I wake up, I chug eight ounces of water. I drink, um, 
or I uh, take my shreddable and then I will get on these, the cardio machine, which I just have a treadmill. Um, so I'll do my cardio, do that. And then right after I get done, I'll do my stretching. So I always stretch out like my hamstrings and my back and, um, like my lower back. And I use that yoga wheel, which I'm sure you guys, guys have seen it, but, um, I just got it off of Amazon, but that yoga wheel is amazing, especially for, to like help stretch out your back and for posing. B, do you have one of those? B? No, I don't. I want, I want to order one, but once I, I got to, I had to, to travel to Dubai, then I wouldn't be able to travel with it. Or, I mean, it, it's a little bit too big to carry with me. Yeah, it uh, is. So I'm, I'm probably going to order one when I'm in the USA. And it's even um, faster to arrive. Oh, yeah. So. It should take like one or two days if you order it off Amazon. Yeah. But they're, they're <laughs> the best. Like they have helped me so much just being able to have that flexibility in your back to be able to pose. I mean, that's what creates shape. And I, whenever you're in your posing, um, you want to have that like shape in your back. The arch, you yeah. Yeah, that arch where you can like arch your pelvis back and just like kind of push instead of like a lot of people think that, um, you know, like the shape comes from like, <laughs> I don't really know. Every time I do a posing session and I see people doing their poses, they almost look like they're, they're like, and I don't know if this happens to you too, B, but like, they're almost like they try to bend their body versus like, it's more of you, you want it to be flexible like that. Like if you don't have shape, it's because you're not flexible. And a lot of people, they don't realize that it comes from that flexibility in your back. So the more flexible you are, the easier it's going to be able for you to like arch your back and um, really like push that pelvis out. So, oh yeah, 100%. To it, not, you want your body to form to it, not try to force your body around it, if that makes sense. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you just work with your body for that. Yeah. And it should, it should come a lot more naturally, the more flexible you are. So you shouldn't have to force it. Like it should be something that comes natural. So the yoga wheel has really helped me be able to have that natural arch in, the, in my back. Um, and then, so after I stretch and I do my, um, my foam rolling, and then I also do my, uh, yoga wheel, then I'll do my vacuum. So I kind of feel like a little bit looser. I do my vacuums and I always do my vacuums on an empty stomach in the morning, like after my cardio. Mm -hmm. And then, and then after I do my vacuums, I will chug another eight ounces of water. <laughs> and then, then I'll make, um, my breakfast. And then while I'm making my breakfast, I'll like shake up my grazed greens from project ad of course the chocolate flavor is the best and then i also put a scoop of fiber in there and then i also put a scoop of um collagen in there as well which the collagen is just unflavored you can't even taste it so the chocolate fiber with the chocolate grazed greens and then the collagen and then i mix those up just with water um and then i will i do that while i'm making my breakfast and then i always have my breakfast i have the same breakfast every single morning if my calories drop, then I just, I just lower the food. I don't change my breakfast. Um, you know, I just lower the amount that I'm putting in there. And then that's pretty much my morning routine. And I do that every single morning and it's like the best ever. And then today I got to pose, which was nice. Usually I pose like after I work out or something, just because I have a little bit extra time and all that, but that's my morning routine. What do you do in your morning routine B? Well, for me now, the morning routine is kind of different just because I'm in a different environment. But 
basically it's the same thing minus the stretching and all that stuff because I don't know if you guys see my stories but these dogs <laughs> it's not safe to be on the ground with them honestly look I'm full of scratches in my in my forearms and stuff like that just because they are too funny but they are too young to understand when when it's time to play and when it's not time to play <laughs> so so yeah I can't go to the ground uh, and just lay there and stretch so yeah I wake up in the morning at uh, I would say like between 7 and 7 30 and then I go uh, straight to my bathroom to do my check-ins and I send the video to Joe um I wait myself too, uh, so I go to yeah I go to the other bathroom because there's a, a scale there and I measure my weight and I send it over to Joe and then I have my morning uh, cardio which normally is only twenty minutes now, uh, which is news for me I would say because before it would be like one hour or something like that, um so yeah I go uh for a walk like a, a light walk around the the villas here because we we i mean people here uh live in like communities i would say so the houses are called villas and you have like i don't know like 500 here yeah. uh, so it's a closed community and you you can walk like freely here so i go for a walk uh, for 20 minutes then i come back home and when i'm um making my my breakfast I normally do my vacuum because it's easier for me to do on the counter I would say like not myself on the counter of course but uh, yep. having my my <laughs> my arms on, on the counter yeah so it's easier for me yeah and while the pen is uh, or I don't know like it depends on uh, what day is if it's a fat load if it's a high carb or whatever um, but while the pen is um, getting ready to receive like the egg whites or the beef or whatever, or while I'm cooking the, the egg whites with the oats uh, in the microwave, I do them uh, the vacuum. So after that, I eat. I normally watch a video on YouTube while I'm eating because I'm that kind of person who ha has to be watching something uh, while eating. I don't know why I got that uh, the habit uh, in Portugal I guess uh, but I really enjoy it and um, then I study for a little for uh, I don't know like two hours I would say because I, I always try to let my body digest pretty well the the first meal normally it's super big I've been having like 75 grams of oats and it, it kind of takes uh, a bit to be digested so I really want to let my body digest everything before going to the gym. So I always try to get some work then regarding school because our professors are or have been crazy about sending stuff for us to do. So I've been studying uh, all day long besides the training and the cardio sessions. Um, and yeah, then around, I would say like 11.30 or 11, I leave home, I call a Uber. I spend my salary uh, on Ubers. <laughs> um oh Jesus it's like 20 euros every day just wow. to go to the gym and come back so yeah <laughs> it's a bit heavy um but yeah I go to the gym and then I train for like I, now I've been training for like one hour or 1.5 hours because I've been doing the deload still uh, doing it since uh since the Thursday when I left Portugal uh, so yeah, it's been a while since I've been doing it, but it's been 
good for my body and I'm losing a lot of weight, a lot, a lot of weight. So in two days, I guess, um, I think it was due to stress too, because I was uh, trying to figure out if I needed another COVID test and then thinking about having the COVID here and not being able to go and having to postpone everything for two weeks, I was stressing a little bit um, about it. So I, in two days, I lost like two kilos and then I, it didn't go up. So right now I'm at 48.5 kilos today. Um, and yeah, I've been having refeeds and all that good stuff, all the fat loads. <laughs> and it's been awesome. So the deload, it's still on. And then after, I don't know, like one hour and a half, I don't have cardio post-workout now or I haven't been having it. So I just come back home and when I need, I go straight to the supermarket and I buy whatever I need so that I don't have to come back home and then go again and come back because it's, I don't know, like everything is closed here, but you have to go by car and going by car means you have to, uh, you have to go for like 20 minutes all the time and 2020, 2020, it's all, it's all this time. So I try to do everything at once when I'm out of home and then I come back. Um, and for example, today I went to the supermarket after the gym. Uh, then I didn't have internet, all that shit. And I got stressed. <laughs> and then I had to, I had to, to call a taxi that was uh, like next to the building because oh, I yeah. couldn't call a Uber. I even asked the, the security, like that, the guy there to do hotspot, like the Wi-Fi for me <laughs> so that I could call the Uber. But then my my iPhone doesn't really work with Wi-Fi here. I don't know why, just at home and the, and at the gym. So yeah, super stressful. But then I got home and and yeah, I, I had classes. Normally I have classes at 10 or 11 in Portugal, which is like 3 p.m. here. So I'm back home by that time. I always have classes until, I don't know, like t- uh, I would say like 8.30 normally here. Um, so yeah, after that, I go for my second round of cardio, which has been only 20 minutes to when I have it. Oh. And, and yeah, all the work, uh, I've been having all the work regarding school. It's crazy, but at least I'm, I'm occupied now and I, I'm, I'm by myself here. I'm just, I just have the maid at home. Um, but yeah, she's always working of course. And now I think she's sleeping with the dogs too. So I'm, I'm by myself here. So it's good that I've been having a lot of work to do right. uh, because I've been keeping myself busy and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, besides that, everything okay. Just spending my my beautiful euros everywhere <laughs> here. When do you leave? Like, Jesus, it's crazy. In a week. Okay. So yeah, one more week. Dave. Yeah, half of the time is gone already. So, so, Steph and neither, so neither Steph nor Jamie is there with you right now? No, they are in the UK, and oh, okay. I don't know if you guys know that, but the UK is going back to lockdown oh, on Thursday. So Jamie, yeah, Jamie was going to compete on Saturday or Sunday. I don't know what which day was, but uh, let's say Saturday. And then they they informed everyone that the lockdown was going to be on uh, on Thursday. So they moved everything to tomorrow, so Wednesday. Yeah, the show. So got- they. Yeah, so Steph uh, flew on Sunday, and now they are coming back probably on Thursday or Friday, I guess. Okay, cool. Uh, It all depends on the the situation there. Gotcha. 
that's crazy yeah it's really crazy everything is getting really bad in in europe portugal is looking really bad italy spain the uk france everything is looking really 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 bad which is uh i don't know like everyone is saying that they wouldn't want to be in europe and they wouldn't want to to live in europe right now and i'm like oh i'm european <laughs> so like even my, my parents like i'm sorry guys yeah they hard, have been uh, in lockdown until today so today is the third yeah so uh, until today they have been in lockdown and just tomorrow they are going back to normal life my parents wow well that's good yeah at least it wasn't too long because we were worried that it was gonna be longer than that oh yeah I- there we lost her it was for for uh, four days after the i don't know if you guys have it but after the the halloween the first of november is a holiday in portugal oh no uh, because of the deaths uh yeah exactly exactly yeah Yeah. Yeah, exactly so we that that's um i would say like a pretty big i don't really celebrate it but it's pretty big for everyone there like the the yeah the older people uh so everyone would travel and visit their families and stuff like that so they didn't really want to uh, allow it so they stopped everything for four or five days so tomorrow they are going back to normal but the numbers they are going crazy and increasing every single day which is not good yeah i mean at the end of the day the same thing that's happening here is that it's just they're testing more. So because they're testing more, they're yeah. testing more positive people. It doesn't necessarily mean there's more people sick. It just means that they're finding more positive people. But even here, like they said that the positivity rate in the United States, they estimated to be about 30% higher than it actually is because of the people who aren't actually going and getting tested. And the amount of people that are asymptomatic that don't have any symptoms at all means that, you know, millions of people could have already had this thing and never known because they had no symptoms and they never went and got tested because they didn't know any better. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just strange. The whole thing is definitely wild, but switching gears and going back to bodybuilding and coaching and all this cool stuff. So let's, uh, let's segue a little bit into something comical that uh, we talked about <laughs> after your last show and we've been meaning to bring it up, but we've kind of missed the boat on it a couple of times. But so you informed myself and Ashlyn, that uh, after your show at the Europa in Spain, your uh, your old coach went up, and we need to identify, figure out which old coach we mean. So you you can explain that. the number one, the number one coach. <laughs> so I had to- three so far. Right. Um, I, t- uh, Joe is included, of course. So I right. had one for three and a half years. Then I had another one for eight weeks, and it didn't work out. So. Uh, then I uh, changed to Joe uh, permanently because it was kind of um, mixed, I would say. Like I was having help from from both of them. Uh, and then when I was four weeks out, I moved completely to Joe. So, yeah, it was the, the, the second one. Uh, he's just just fine. Like he's a, a, an amazing person. Right. Uh, but, yeah, the first one is kind of. I mean, everyone reveals themselves when when you don't have anything more to give them. Yeah. Right? So, tell us, so tell us what happened. Tell us what uh what transpired following the Europa uh, Championships. So yeah, I didn't even know that until uh, until I watched the video on YouTube of Portuguese people roasting 
the champion, the the champs of of the Europa Pro. Okay. So yeah, they talked about me and stuff like that, and the guy was included, of course. Um, and yeah, he just said that he went to the judges and asked for my feedback because he like he cares about me and and bullshit like that. Wow. So. Uh, so yeah, basically, like my old coach, he just went to the judges and asked for feedback. And yeah, of course, the feedback would be I wasn't lean enough, and I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't lean enough. That was the reason why <laughs> right. I wasn't lean enough. Comparing to Adriana, who was the girl who won, like I wasn't lean enough, and we all could see that. But um, bikini is is a package. It's not like just about. Right. looking lean yeah. and they and they just yeah and they just focused on the fact that I wasn't lean enough and therefore by not being lean enough I wasn't at my best right so yeah so that was the not the judges feedback but what they said right. uh, the judges to me and the head judge uh, he told me that I looked better than before way better than before in terms of proportions in terms of looking healthy looking uh, energetic you know not dying <laughs> right. um not full of diuretics all that good stuff i would right. say i just needed to be like a pound or two lighter so i, I just needed to be leaner i would say gotcha. and that was that was exactly what he told me like the hair was okay the tanning was okay uh okay i mean it was um it was, good. it was fine yeah exactly <laughs> the bikini was okay too like everything was okay, the presentation as well, but comparing to uh, Adriana, I wasn't lean enough. Right. And it's simple. Like <laughs> it doesn't mean that Adriana is better than me, and it doesn't mean that I am better than Adriana when I beat beat. I would say her. Like it just means that she looked better than me on that day, and the same happens every time. Like Priscilla, she didn't uh, place in the top four or. Uh, I, I can't remember the place, but I think she placed sixth and she placed fourth at the Arnold. Right. So it, it all it comes down to uh, how you look on that day and how the others look on that day. Um, but yeah, they just uh, they just went um, or the guy, my old coach, just went and asked them about my feedback, which I don't think it was correct because it's something that I should ask for. Right. and not the other people or my coach should, should ask for i'm not going to ask um the judges about someone else's feedback like uh, what would be my image for like to the others if i went to to the judges and asked for adriana's feedback right. like why did she win you know exactly yeah. so yeah it's kind of kind of uh uh, messy I would say like uh, it, it just didn't um, fit my ideas yeah, well <laughs> I would say know. like I was super pissed off when I when I knew but now I'm just I, I don't I, I can't give a shit I literally yeah, can't give a shit regarding that now did yeah. he reach out to you at all or did he or you just found out about this through that video you saw in oh no not at all we don't really talk okay. um <clears throat> That, that's the the bad thing but yeah we don't really talk that's cool. um yeah so it it's it was kind of disappointing because um i don't know like when when you 
when you have a relationship with someone a friendship uh, that lasts so long and then when you stop giving the person something that she wanted and then you just start being the bad girl um yeah it's kind of disappointing but but we always learn like that's the good thing about bad bad stuff that happens like you always learn from that absolutely Absolutely. and you have to think like he lost an incredible competitor you know so it's like i'm sure that's eating at him a little bit because you like you're you're an olympian you're a top level competitor like you looked in, incredible. So I'm sure, and regardless oh, of the so. feedback, it's like you you came up there, you did what you did, you were so close to winning the whole show. So it's like, I'm sure that that's eating at him a little bit. So it's like, that's just one of those things where he's just not, you know, being the best. Oh, yeah, I, I, I know, but there's, I mean, there's um, boundaries, I would say. A hundred percent. Like common sense boundaries. Yep. Oh yeah, you know, like that should like, have it, never happened. It's a little bit private, like it's a little bit private. Too. It is. I it's mean, none of his some business stuff, anymore. Like you're not, his, yeah, you're not his client exactly. anymore. Right. Exactly. exactly. Some stuff for me is so personal. Like, I, I don't. Uh, I know that I shouldn't um, feel this, but I don't like when people uh, ask about my diet because I think that that's so personal. Right. That it's kind of almost offensive when people ask me for my diet like so directly. <laughs> And I always felt that, but the same thing about shows, the same thing about all this stuff that I, that should be personal, like it's my feedback, it's what I need to improve. And then if the others want to know, of course, they can ask me right. and I can explain and say what I need to improve in order to be better and look better on stage. But then if someone goes behind my back, and, and it's not even behind my back because I, I wasn't even there, like it was totally like, his freedom I would say but someone goes behind and just asks uh, regarding another person is the same thing as talking shit about other person without that person being present right absolutely Absolutely. yeah (laughs) have you ever had any drama with a past coach Ash no I mean nobody's really coached me except for Curtis and you had Jamie you had Curtis and you had one person besides those two right yeah, it was Trish Warren, and gotcha. she um, she's incredible. She cool. actually saw him. I hadn't seen her in so long. She com- um, prepped me for my first show, right. and then um, we kind of just – she had a, a baby, which she had had the baby before we started prepping, mm-hmm. so she had a child um, whenever we were going, and she was, you know, they were – she was just busy, and she just had a lot going on. And so whenever – she kind of, like, did me a favor – um, to prep me. And I like had met up with her a few times every week and we only prepped for like five, it was like five and a half weeks. So, um, I wasn't with her for a super long time, but she did, you know, get me on stage for my first show. And then she saw me at, uh, the battle of Texas last year in December. And it was the first time that I had seen her in a few years and I hadn't seen her since I had turned pro. And she literally, you know, just saw me and was just like in awe. And she just gave me the biggest hug and was like, you have just sprouted. She's like, I can't even believe how much you have changed. She's like, you looked phenomenal. Cause she actually got to see me on stage and she hasn't seen me on stage in years since she prepped me. So it was really, really nice and cool. She was just like 
man, I, she goes, I knew you were going to be something. She was like, but I wish I would have kept you back then, but I was just so busy. And I was like, no, I, I totally understand. But it was just awesome to hear her say that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really good when you keep your, your relationship with the person who helped you and who you helped before. Uh, But yeah, I think it all, uh, it always depends on the person and how, how, how the person handles the, the consequences of of everything yeah guys too especially is that i i mean obviously women can be prideful as well but i think with guys it's a pride thing you know guys especially male coaches are very prideful of what they do and you know and especially someone like your old coach giving him a little bit of you know benefit of the doubt so to speak because you know he's been with you since the beginning so it was like you know, he had, there is a pride in, in what, you know, you've accomplished and things like that. And in a way they kind of feel somewhat responsible for that. But I think that's why we tend to see, as far as I've seen in most cases, I think that's why we tend to see more harsh air quote breakups between male coaches and even male competitors, female competitors, everybody more so than we do with females. I mean, it happens once in a while with female coaches where you'll see like an online blow up or something like that. But usually it's a between a male coach and a male competitor or a female competitor. Cause I think that pride just gets in there, you know, where they get, they're almost like offended, you know, that this person is leaving yeah. and moving on. And rather than just taking it in stride and moving on to the next one, everybody always feels like they have to get the last word, you know, and even though he. It, yeah. It's really it's, weird how people face these problems because I mean, I am opposing coach and sometimes I see that some girls, they have opposing class with me or they buy my ebook and then they, they have another posing coach. I don't know, like two or three right. two weeks after and they, they share the, the, um, the class that they had and that, I mean, that's, there's no, absolutely no problem with that. That's called industry. Right. <laughs> like, yep. You just need to be an adult and and realize that you are not the only person that offers the same service, and you you need to keep keep up so that the others don't don't change. You know, and sometimes they just change because they want to to try another approach and they want to to have other another kind of ideas and work with an, other methods, and that's pure curiosity that doesn't have to have a major um a major reason to to change right. uh, but then after that you need to to be an adult and uh, um, enough adult i would say to to realize that sometimes that that's not even personal and you just need to to accept that and keep try to keep things uh light and and keep everything as a friendship that yeah. that has all people these are gonna switch coaches all the time i mean that's just something that when you're you know, especially at the level we are and stuff like things, things change, things happen. And it's like, you have to kind of find what's going to continuously make you progress. And if that, if, you know, if you're in a situation where your health is being jeopardized, like you were, then it's like Mm -hmm. the best thing that you can do is get out of that. And it's not even that, yes, this sport can get to the point where, you know, you are kind of risking, you know, your health at some points, but it shouldn't be like that through every single prep all the time. And, you know, I just feel like, especially from the stuff that you were telling us before, there are different approaches and there are different ways to prep people. And some people's personalities, they just don't, no matter how much you try and no matter how 
knowledgeable somebody is, that doesn't mean that they're the best best coach for everybody. Everybody learns exactly. and grows with different ways and different people. And you just have to kind of experiment and see what's going to be the best fit for you and what's going to make you continuously progress. And that's not always going to be, you know, with the person that you started with. Yeah, exactly. And many just want to to have clients and to have people competing and to rush the process and make everything um, be done, I would say, by by this age or by this time. And they try to rush things. And it's um, it's in that time that you need to, to think about it and think about yourself and uh, think about the pros and the cons and see if it's really worth it to be with that person because... Uh, at the end of the day this is an industry and people earn money from this so many many people out there just want to 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 have some clients and to post pictures of them on stage and then they they just don't care about how healthy they are they don't they don't even ask for blood work they don't really know anything about supplements or stuff that is really important but but uh, they they prefer giving another stuff and yeah. I'm not even talking about drugs but but talking about the um, the diet itself like <laughs> make the the liver work uh, work like crazy because of the protein intake that the person is is having and stuff like that like just simple stuff that normally people think that it's not as harmful as it looks but it actually is in the in the long term and many coaches, especially the ones I know, I mean, in Portugal, like the, the community in Portugal, I know that many just um, just focus on those uh, traditional, I would say, ideas and the methods that work with bodybuilders and obviously don't work with bikinis. Right. But they just want to do everything and to have more clients and have more pictures and more transformations and the quicker, the better. But then after the, the person leaves them, she's just screwed and the metabolism is screwed and everything. So me right. and Joe, we had to work a lot um, with my metabolism, with my, my cardio, my training, my diet. I had to, like, we had to change a lot of stuff, a lot of supplements, a lot of uh, monitoring stuff so that my metabolism could go back to normal because it was literally screwed after all the shitty preps that I had before. So when I started prepping, my body, uh, uh, even after changing coaches, my body wasn't responding as well as it should because my metabolism wasn't where it should be. And it was because my uh, my past and my history as an athlete wasn't the greatest one and was uh always focusing on rushing things and being the youngest one doing this and winning that and having this time. That's crazy. And being the youngest at the same time. But if you want to do things uh, and have the results tomorrow, of course you have to pay um, a, a little bit more because you are trying to rush everything. Yep. And that's, that's when it comes, that's when my mind started to change and, thanks to Joe because he talked with me about it and I um I had to have to have your opinion and hear his opinion uh, a lot of times uh, loads of times I would say and it was such a, a, a long process I would say um 
but then when everything starts getting like messy, you just need to start thinking about yourself more than the coach and more than the bound that you have. Because it's like, I don't know, it's like having being a teenager and having a, a child. Like the guy can go away and he doesn't care about the child, but you will carry the child until you die. <laughs> and you will carry like the the pregnancy and stuff like that. So you will be the one with extra work and with extra consequences when it comes to prepping and doing preps like that. Yep. It's yeah. crazy to even think about stuff like that. Cause like, I mean, even me as someone who's never been like a bodybuilding competitor, you know, I competed as a power lifter and that was my, that was my deal, but I've had coaches, you know, I had a coach one time and I won't name names, but who's a pretty prevalent, prominent coach when I was, you know, transitioning and trying to get, lean and potentially at one point in time I had you know a thought of doing a bodybuilding show and you know he asked me I'd come off of kind of like a, a mini bulk slash um mini bulk slash like um, strength increase and he asked me I was working on some powerlifting moves and stuff and he was like well you know what are you taking and I'm like and obviously we don't talk about drugs very often on the show but as from a guy's perspective I was like oh I'm taking a thousand milligrams of test and you know, whatever else I was, there was some other stuff that I was taking, but it was nothing crazy, but the test was high a thousand milligrams. And he, and I wanted him to diet me down. Like my goal was to lose weight and to get leaner. And, and he's like, oh, okay, just stay on that. And I just was like, kind of like, yeah, well, you, want, <laughs> you want me to diet on a thousand milligrams of test? And he was like, yeah, it's fine. It'll be good. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That, that's I what I talking. was saying today in my Instagram. Like, uh, it doesn't even we don't even need to to talk about drugs because even more because we are bikinis right then mm -hmm. this is a bikini podcast but the void but the thing is I, I was even focusing only on uh, on supplements and then and on on the diet because right. I was I am 158 centimeters and I am right now I'm 48.5 kilos so normally I'm like 53, 54, whatever. Uh, and I was doing like 300 grams of protein a day mm -hmm. for three years. Wow. Where is my liver and where are my, right, <laughs> you know, right. and my kidneys? Yeah, like, yeah. Are, are they black already or not really like super toxic? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're good, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Long term, that's not the healthy right. thing is to be eating, you know, I mean, for someone of your size. To be eating that much is definitely taxing your liver and, you know, your kidneys. So. Oh, yeah. But then but then the body just um, represents what you're eating, of course. Exactly. And, of course, my body was inflamed all the time. Of course, this and that. Of course, not using salt. Right. Pl play the role. Of course, uh, not eating vegetables or not ha having um, a, a good variety in my, in my diet for three and a half years. Of course, played play the role absolutely everything play the role you know um and, and i think that i i even receive messages uh almost every day saying that right now i look way happier and that that's not just that's not because of the the diet itself but that's because i know that i uh just left a burden that i didn't know uh, right. that right. i had until right. i realized uh, until i left and I realized that something went off of my back. Exactly. You yeah. know? Well, and so huge weights will be lifted for sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. one, of the, one of the coolest parts is now you figured out that the secret to all of this, the secret to everything, the secret to bikini, the secret to bodybuilding, the secret to dieting, the secret to everything is sniffing cucumbers. 
<laughs> oh my god, yeah, one hundred percent. But no stevia, okay? Because stevia is not good for preps. Okay, so wait, I have a question now. Go ahead. I have a question, B. So, are you, salt- are you salting your food now? Oh my god, I I salt the the, the oats, girl. <laughs> yeah, I salt my protein shake. <laughs> no, since you I started, since I started my yeah, since I started my off season after. You know, after all the things happened, uh, I started putting salt everywhere. And Joe oh even gosh. said, like, salt your freaking oatmeal. That is so <laughs> funny because I have a client right now and she's so stubborn because she does she just doesn't like salt, like the taste of it, which I totally understand. But for body and people always ask me, like, why, like, why is sodium important? Because a lot of people it's are so important. Of, yeah, they're scared of sodium because of all the stuff that they used to hear on you know, IG and like just the stupid stuff that influencers, they try to sit there and say stuff. They don't even know what they're talking about. It's very frustrating. But um, I do have a client that I've been really pushing her because she doesn't salt anything. And I'm like, please, please, please salt. So I sent her just a little article so she could like read about it or whatever. And I did just want to like talk about salt real quick, just because I do think that it's extremely important to add to your diet. And I'll tell you why. Um, so obviously you want to do pink salt because pink salt is just, it's more of a rich mineral, more of a rich mineral. So it's definitely just going to be way better for you than like sea salt or any other like table salt. Um, so it's nothing is added and nothing is taken away. So it's just like, it's just, it is what it is, which it's really, really just good to use and literally everything. So, um, it doesn't like elevate the blood pressure, which a lot of people are scared of sodium because of that reason. So pink salt specifically does not elevate the blood pressure. And then it actually has the ability to regulate all the fluids and balances and like water throughout your body. So if you take away the sodium, then you're causing an imbalance in water. So you could potentially be holding water or um, causing inflammation throughout your body just because you don't have sodium in your diet. So adding that salt is really going to help regulate that, which a lot of people don't do because they're scared that it's going to do the opposite. So um, it also let's see what other benefits does it have it's like helps with energy levels and it also helps with the absorption of food so that's like a huge one the absorption of food is like huge I mean you want to be able to get all the nutrients out of whatever it is that you're eating so it basically just drives it you know throughout the body to absorb properly and then um I mean I don't know what helps with so many things. Um, oh, oh, a good one. Uh, muscle cramps. And the it flavor, please, the flavor. <laughs> oh my gosh. And the flavor, duh. <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't season my food <laughs> with anything more. I don't season my food with anything more than salt. Like yeah, I, I've been same. like, salt is so different for me now. You know, it's, it's still news for me. Um, and it's so good right now for my, you know, for my body that I just don't need other stuff to, to give flavor to my food, which is awesome. <laughs> I know it's literally all I use. I put salt on everything. I, I eat plain eggs and I put salt on it. It tastes so good, but yeah, oh my God. Just, yeah. On the yolk. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, the beauty so. of it, is it just brings out the flavor of whatever you put it on. So you put salt on a steak, you put salt on chicken, you put salt on whatever, it brings out whatever flavors. On protein good. shakes, please try on protein <laughs> shakes and then on your oats. Oh, it's Look, so good. It, it really you makes a difference. It, it really makes a difference. Next time you try it, or if you blend it with ice, it's more consistent. So you can like try uh, taste um, 
better, I would say. Like, Ooh. try to put salt on half of it, like, just on top, and then the other half. Try one, and then try another, and then just tell me. Because okay. it, it's yes. way better. Like, the chocolate, the chocolate has a different flavor after that. It's okay. like eating, I don't know, like, eating a tablet of, um, of chocolate that has uh, sea salt on that. Yeah, it's yeah. way better than normal, than normal uh, chocolate. I think so. so. I'll tell you what, like I got yeah. the the chocolates from I think it was Skinny Me chocolate they're called, where something like that, where we did we did like a collab with Professor Nuts and um they sent me a bunch of the chocolates to try and I made like a this badass like um Professor Nuts. It was a peanut butter s'more. So it was like I got the low fat graham crackers, I had the skinny meat chocolate. Oh my gosh, can you just stop, please? <laughs> so good. I still mar- have my meal to to eat. Right. It had marshmallow <laughs> and it had pe- and it had Professor Nuts on top. And I made a and that was what I used for the for the photo for the giveaway that we did. But I had a bunch of the chocolate left over because I only used so much. And my favorite one was the the um it was a dark chocolate with sea salt. And I was like, dude, it's so good. It just like brings out and enhances, you know, the flavor of the chocolate. So and that's just what salt does. I mean, it just enhances. The salt flavor. is awesome. As long as you don't use an excessive amount of, a, of that, of course, because everything is is bad if it's too much. Yeah, absolutely. I of agree. course. And if it's too too little. Yes. Uh, but as long as you don't use a shit ton of that, just put salt on everything. Like, put salt on everything. Whatever you do, just be consistent. That's all I tell my Put girls. salt be on consistent. the damn com- cucumber. Yeah. That one must hurt. <laughs> I'm gonna put salt in my beer after this. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe it changes the um, the flavor and it's it it's better. I don't know. Hey, you never know. It could enhance it. I'm gonna try it. I gotta mm-hmm. try one. I'll get like a corona. I mean, well, corona, I mean back in the day we used to put salt and lime in it, so it makes sense. Kind of like a margarita. So Ladies, oh, yeah. yep, we are just at about an hour, and uh, I think we've covered some great stuff. I appreciate you both, and uh, get some rest. B, I know it's like, God, like 12.30 there now, so you need to go to bed. It's so that our listeners can can have the the solid idea that I am dedicated. Absolutely. We all <laughs> you know. Are you are dedicated. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely hear that she's tired. So, yeah, it's half midnight. B, go to bed. Ash, kick the rest of the day's ass and uh i was gonna say something but i'll just say no stress <laughs> no stress all right, <laughs> all right ladies. no no until trump biden stress right <laughs> until next week ladies bye all right Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>